Welcome to a live preaching message from the Kadesh Family Church, Manhattan, New York City. Kadesh Family Church, Manhattan, is the Apache of the Kadesh Family Churches in North America, where the Word of God is imparted clearly, practically, and comprehensively for present-day living. Our aim is to provide solid foundation of Bible-based instruction to our church members, to equip them to preach and teach the gospel wherever they may be. Join us for a life-changing experience as you listen to this message. Yep, ready to do his will. Amen. Hallelujah. Let me pray over the offering. Fantastic. Father, we thank you for this offering. We bless it in Jesus' name. Amen. Wow. Ready to do his will. Well, today's a special day. The mothers will have their service after this. I'm continuing my series. <laughs> Hallelujah. After that, I'll leave you to the mothers. But it's always a blessing. It's the grace of God to be a mother. Motherhood requires a lot of grace. Hallelujah. All right. Let's learn our scripture for the day. Matthew 10, 41. Go. He that receives a prophet in the name of a prophet shall receive a prophet's reward. And he that receives a righteous man in the name of a righteous man shall receive a righteous man's reward. Matthew 10, 41. Again. He that receives a prophet in the name of a prophet shall receive a prophet's reward. And he that receives a righteous man in the name of a righteous man shall receive a righteous man's reward. It's very easy. Hallelujah. Basically, this scripture talks about, I mean, um, uh, receiving people the right way. Because when you, the benefits depends on how you receive the person. That's what it means. It, this scripture actually talks about how, how to receive people or how to appreciate people. Hallelujah. If you appreciate the person in the right way, you benefit from the blessing in that order. So it says, if you receive a prophet in the name of a prophet, then you receive a prophet's reward. Hallelujah. If you receive a righteous man, in the name of a righteous man, then you receive a righteous man's reward. So the reward is basically based on how you receive the person. Hallelujah. Do you understand it? Let me explain again. It means that if somebody is a doctor, but you receive him as uh, maybe a herbalist, or he's a doctor, but you receive him as maybe a mechanic. Okay, the person is actually a doctor, but you see him as a mechanic. Because you receive him as a mechanic, his medical knowledge will not benefit you. 
You do get it. Because everything you say, you say, this is a mechanic. What does he know? <laughs> yes, because, because you see, even though a person is a doctor, because, but you see him as a mechanic. So because, because of that, any advice he gives you concerning your health, you will say, ah. You won't even take it because you, you see him as a mechanic. So it, it, it clearly tells us that for you to benefit from somebody or the, the, the rank of somebody, you must see the person in the right rank. And it's very important because even, you see, even in a church, that's why I say he that receives it, even in a church, you, you can receive the, the, uh, the pastor as a father. When you see him as a father, immediately your relationship changes. You know that the cardinal sign of a father is that he has the interest of his children at heart. So anything he says is for your good. You can also see the person as a preacher. And when you see him as a preacher, it means that oh, he preaches the word of God, but may not necessarily have my interest at heart. You understand? So, how you perceive the person determines the reward you get. Hallelujah. That's what it means. So, you must learn to appreciate people the right way. Hallelujah. That's what it is. So, if you receive a prophet, because you see, you see, if you receive a prophet, because you see him as a prophet, anything he says, you take, you take it as a prophetic word. And therefore, you benefit from it prophetically. Do you understand what I'm saying? You can also see him as a righteous man. Holy brother. So you can say that anything he says, he says because he's a godly man, but not necessarily prophetic for you. Hallelujah. So how you perceive the person is very important. Amen. And, and, and even your honor of that person depends on the perception. Hallelujah. Are you hearing me? Yeah. So it's very important. If you see, if you receive the president as a mayor, it will not benefit you. But if you see him as a president, it makes a difference. Hallelujah. So we should pray to recognize people, recognize people in their right ranks. Hallelujah. That is why even today is Mother's Day. I can talk about mothers. You see, mother, there are so many types of mothers. Biological mothers, stepmothers, foster mothers, spiritual mothers. What other mother is there? What about mother it is there? But let me talk even something, just a word, just based on the scripture on, um, on uh, foster mothers. Just based on the scripture. You see, if you perceive somebody as your mother, it is different from seeing the person as a foster mother. Because when you perceive the person as a mother, everything she says, you, it comes with a good, in, you, you receive it as a, with a good intention. But when you see the person as my foster mom, Anything she says, you at the back of your mind, if I was your daughter, would you say that to me? Are you hearing me? I'm talking about, if, 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 it's the same woman, oh, but the way you perceive the woman will determine how you receive from her. Because if you see the person as a mother, 
Even when she yells at you, you know this is your mom. But when you see the person as a foster mother, at the back of your mind, you think this person doesn't like me. So, you know, so, so the blessing. Yes, sir. So even though she may be giving you good advice, learn how to cook, learn how to clean the room, learn how to bath. But because you see the person as a foster mother, when she says learn how to cook, you say, oh, because you think I'm a slave. You want to turn me into a, a maid? Well, she's telling you something that is good for you. But because of the way you, you, you perceive the person, because even though she did not give birth to you, she's probably a better mother to you than your more mother. But you don't perceive it that way. A word for Mother's Day. Let me come back, back to my message. <laughs> so your perception is important. Hallelujah. All right. Fantastic. So let's continue what I've been sharing with you about greater love. Hallelujah. The greatest of all love. Hallelujah. Greater love has no man than this, that a man should lay down his life for his friend. Hallelujah. And um, I think I ended up by saying that the greatest love was when God laid his life for us. And that not, nobody has no excuse not to accept this love. And it is the acceptance of this love that makes you born again. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. In John 3, maybe you should go to John 3, Nicodemus and Jesus Christ. <coughs> John 3, Nicodemus and Christ. There was a man of the Pharisee named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews. The same came to Jesus by night and said unto him, Rabbi, we know that thou art, a, thou art a teacher come from God. For no man can do this miracle except God be with him. Next one. Jesus answered and said unto him, Truly, truly, I say unto you, except a man be born again. Except a man be born again. He cannot see the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. So from this scripture, we hear the term born again. Hallelujah. That Jesus is saying that it's a requirement. Hallelujah. Except, you know, it, it, when you hear the word, it means it's a requirement. You can't go around it. For you to enter the kingdom or to see the kingdom of God, you must be born again. Hallelujah. Then Nicodemus go back and forth. How can a man be born again? Can I go into my mother's room? Blah, 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 blah. And Jesus explained to him what it means. Hallelujah. Then Paul saying in the book of Romans, if you believe in your heart and you confess with your mouth, you shall be saved. So the term saved, born again, are interchangeable. See, the three things are interchangeable. You are born again. It means you are saved. It means you are a new creation. They all mean the same. Do you understand what I'm saying? So, now, let's look at what happens when you are born again. See, a lot of people don't understand what I'm teaching. You see, what happens when you say you are born again? Hallelujah. Or, 
what we should look out for in you when you tell us you are born again. Or more importantly, what you should look for in yourself to make sure that you are born again. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Because it's, it's, it puts you in a new state. Amen. Now, I'm going to, let's read some scriptures. Everything must be based on the Bible. Hallelujah. When, what happens when you say you are born again? Or, or when you say you are born again, or you are saved, or you are a new creation? Hallelujah. Or I'm a Christian. Christian means you are Christ-like. You see, a lot of people, when you go to the, when you go to the hospital or wherever you go, and they give you a form, they say, check. Christian, Muslim, and what else? Hindu, and others. And you just take your pen and you check. Most people check Christian. But that check Christian does not mean you are a Christian. It means you have been born into a Christian family. But does it make you a Christian? Hallelujah. Some of you even were given names. Like when you, in some cultures, when you are born, there's your, there's your local name and your Christian name. <laughs> but does that make you a Christian? Hallelujah. That's why last week I talked about salvation. It means repentance, being baptized. Hallelujah. So God said that in, when, you say, when somebody is born again, or is a new creation, in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17. 2 Corinthians 5, 17. If, therefore, if any man be in Christ, he, that person, is a new creature. He, that person, is a new creature. All things are become passed away. Behold, all things are becoming. It says, the process of salvation or being born again is you become a new creature. A new creation. Not, you see, listen to me, not an improved version. Not a modified version. It is totally a new thing that is made. New, brand new. This way we don't get it. It's a brand new creature. When it says you are a Christian, you are born again, then it means you are a brand new. It's not, so, it's like, it's, you see, it's like if you are a car, you are a new car, not the old car that has been fixed. It's not an upgrade. Hallelujah. It, it's not an upgrade. God creates, you see, that is, why, that is why Jesus Christ used the term born again. Okay? Born again. And, and that's what confused Nicodemus. He said, what do you mean? Because Jesus Christ didn't say, oh, uh, improved or developed. He said, except a man be born again because you were born once. Hallelujah. 
But for you to enter the kingdom, you have to be born again. Something different has to be created. So it's not an improvement. It's not the improvement of your old self. Hallelujah. Are you here with me, church? So when somebody says, I'm a Christian, I'm talking about Christianity now. Real Christianity. When somebody says, I'm a Christian or I'm born again, he's talking that I'm now a new, not an improved version of your old behavior. You are not an improved version of your old behavior. You are supposed to be a new, something that did not exist before. This, this is where we get confused. It means that when somebody says he's a Christian, you are born again, when you give your life to Christ, you become something that did not exist before. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Ezekiel 36, 36. Ezekiel 36, 36. That is 36. Hallelujah. Uh, oh, go to 26. 36, 26. Go to 26. I'll show you something there. 36, 26. He says, a new heart. Not a refurbished heart. A new heart. Not a refurbished heart. A new heart also will I give you. And a new spirit will I put within you. And I will take away the stony heart out of your flesh. And I will give you a heart of flesh. A new heart. A new spirit. So you can even say like it's basically like a transplant. It's actually like a transplant. Hallelujah. Because you see, medically speaking, if your heart is failing, we can give you medicine to make your heart be stronger or support your heart. But that's, that's your old heart that has been fixed. Versus you can also get a heart transplant. Whereby even though you are 55, you are not carrying the heart of a 22-year-old person. That's a different heart. That's a new heart. That is not an improved version of your 55-year-old heart. Hallelujah. So suddenly, you are received so that what you are carrying, you see, what you are carrying is a different heart altogether. New, brand new heart. Hallelujah. Because even though you are 55, you are carrying a 20-year-old heart. And therefore, you'll be surprised that you can do what, suddenly you who could not run a marathon because you are 50, you can, you can run a marathon because what is in you is 55, is 20, not 55. Because something has changed. Something inside has changed. Something new is working. I hear me. Recently, I watched a, doc- a, a, a documentary that really touched my heart on the news. It was, it was, it was very moving. There's, uh, I think it's uh, this about transplant, I mean, organ donation. There was. Um, a family that their daughter was involved in an accident. And the daughter died. But they had already donated her organ. So somebody received the heart. So the heart was transplanted to another girl. So that, so that, you understand? So, because the other girl had a heart problem. Cardiomyopathy was dying. So they took the heart out and then gave this. 
So because there are this new girl name. So the 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 donor's family, whose daughter had died, visited this new family. And what touched me was that when they got the when they got to the new family, the girl gave them a stethoscope. And the father put the stethoscope in a year and put it on the on the on the new on the girl. And the father began to cry, say, and the girl said, yes, My heart, my daughter still lives. I can hear her heartbeat. You understand? So even though it's in a new person, she still thinks that this is my daughter's heart. Was that moving? So she put it and said, that's my daughter's heart. Hallelujah. So God says, I put in you a new heart. Hallelujah. Now, let's go back to what, uh, uh, what the heart means also. Also, also. Hallelujah. And the very God of peace sanctify you holy. Then be so holy, then like God should clean you. God should make you sanctify you clean, holy. See, like somebody says, oh, clean the whole house. You see, when I say clean the whole house, I mean the bedroom, the kitchen, and the living room. So don't only do the bedroom and say, I've, I've done the whole house. And the bathroom. Hallelujah. So when Paul said that, and they got sanctify you holy, and I, then he began to explain, and I pray, God, this is what I mean by holy, your whole spirit, your soul, and your body. So it is this all components that makes you When I say holy, I mean your spirit, I mean your soul, and I mean your body. So here, from this scripture, we understand that you, as a person, you have three components in you. Your spirit, your soul, and your body. Are you here with me? Say with me, spirit. Let's go back to the foundation. Say, I am a spirit. Say, I am a spirit. I have a soul. I live in a body. Hallelujah. So, based on this, who you are, when God said that, if a man be in Christ, is a new creation. Obviously, your body doesn't change. If you are tall before you got born again, you remain tall. If you are short before you got born again, you remain short. Are you hearing me? If you are black before you got born again, you remain black. So, your body does not change. Hallelujah. So, the new creation that he's talking about here, He's talking about the real you. Listen to me carefully. He is talking about the real you. So that's why that's the term is born again. It means that when you are born again, the old you is taken away. And a new you comes into you. Do you understand? That is why it says all things are becoming new. That's why he says, I will take away the heart of stone. Because another term, you see, another, you can always interchange spirit and heart. Spirit and heart. Spirit and heart. Sometimes you say your spirit, sometimes you say your heart. The inner man. They are all the same. The inner man, the heart, the spirit. They are all the same. Interchangeable. Do you understand? So God says that when you, are, when you give your life to Christ, 
immediately I remove the old you, the Adamic you, your old nature, and I give you a new you. So you are a new creation that God has created when you give your life to Christ. Hallelujah. So you are not, you are not an improved version of your old self. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. You see, I want us to understand this concept. You see, because you see, a lot of people are, I mean, not to judge, but, you see, a, a, a lot of us, I'm born again, I'm saved, I'm this, you know, but you, you don't see the new creation. Hallelujah. And that's what makes you question, are you really saved? You don't see the new creation. Because, because, if my car was bringing a lot of smoke because the engine is old and I go and put in a new engine I expect the smoke to stop huh isn't that the truth so if the car is still moving and it's still smoking then I begin to wonder did the mechanic really change the engine was there born again I'm teaching this. Be careful. Was there really a born again? Because the engine is still smoking. Hallelujah. So, so, so far as Christianity is not about do's and don'ts. And it's not about regulation. Okay? It's not about do's and don'ts. Yes. Nobody says do's and don'ts. It is also about Evidence of a change. Hallelujah. There should be evidence. There should be evidence. Hallelujah. So if the car is still smoking, it makes me question, did the mechanic really change the engine? Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Let's be careful, okay? Hallelujah. Because there's a, there's a real spirit. Hallelujah. As for this body, it's only a house. Amen. Hebrews, l- let me show you this verse. Um, 2 Corinthians 5 1. 2 Corinthians 5 1. What does it say? For we know that if our earthly house when it says for we know if our earthly house of this tabernacle were dissolved. Obviously it's not talking about your house in Bronx. What do you think he was talking about? What do you think he was talking about? What do you think he was talking about? Our bodies. So, his, so your body is only a house. So he said for we know that if our earthly tabernacle was dissolved, we have a building of God and house not made with heavens, eternal in the heavens. Yes. Church, are you hearing me? He says that we know that the day we die, 
this our earthly house or earthly body will be dissolved and we will be given another body eternal in heavens which is different from this one because this one has problems but he's still talking about you the person so your spirit has no change so do you understand what I'm saying it means that the real you is your spirit but you just like you change one apartment to another when you move from the Bronx to uh, uh, New Jersey it didn't mean you, did you change your identity you just changed your house church are you hearing me you just changed your house you said, you said I have relocated so yes so maybe your house in the Bronx had a lot of roaches but when you move to the house in uh, New Jersey uh, Wherever in, or you move to a house in a, a Manhattan on the Upper East Side, you, you, you can confidently say that this my house has no roaches. But it, it, not that you have changed, but your house has changed. Hallelujah. Because if you, do you understand what I'm saying? You, you haven't changed, but the house has changed. Are you hearing me? So, Bible is saying that this is our house, which we live here. This our listen, it is this our body. This our body is a house, but a day will come where this will be dissolved. Then we'll get another house, another body, which is a heavenly body, not made without hands. So it means that that house also has different characteristics. Hallelujah. I said, hallelujah. You see, that house, because this, this house has a lot of problems. This house has a lot of problems. This house is full of lust, envy, jealousy, all in this house. All in this house. Rats, roaches. <laughs> all in this house. Are you hearing me? But then, at the house that you get, this house, is, this house is subject to death. But the other house, the heavenly house, is different. It, it has no envy. It has no lust. Because in this house, when you see a woman, but maybe heaven, you see a sister, you don't even have a feeling. Yeah, it's a different house. It's a different house. This house is called mortal. But that house is called immortal. This house dies, but that house doesn't die. Are you hearing me, church? So your body clearly is a house. But the real you is a spirit. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Yeah. That is why the Bible talks about the rich man and Lazarus. He said, and Lazarus died. Lazarus died. He was buried. You can go and point to Lazarus' grave. But the Bible says, in heaven. That story, every time you read, you must, be very, you must scare you. In heaven. He lifted up his eyes. And Abraham, and, and the rich man also died. It, he, had a, he had a big funeral. They buried him. But in heaven. And the amazing thing about that story is that they could recognize each other. The, the rich man could identify Lazarus. I'm trying to tell you something. 
The real you is your spirit. And he lives on. Hallelujah. And God said that when you are born again, I remove the old self, self, self. As much as nobody will tell you, don't wear this skirt. Don't do this. You know, yeah, you know nobody's about to tell you, but if you are really changed, and the spirit is talking, it will tell the, it will tell the house, don't wear this. Don't do this. Don't behave this. So because, because you see, there, there must be there, there must be a certain change. Hallelujah. Or effect of the new spirit on the old man. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. So that's what it means to be born again. It means a new thing has come in place. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Yeah. A new thing has come in place. A new spirit. A new person. Something that did not exist before. Hallelujah. Yeah. So it's always important. That's why So the first thing you want to know is that when you are born again, your spirit is brand new. Hallelujah. It's brand new. As opposed to when you are not born again. Hallelujah. I'm just telling you, in Jeremiah 17.9, Jeremiah 17.9, he says, The heart or the spirit. Okay? The heart or the spirit. Okay? We can say, we can call the heart the same as the spirit. Say the heart or the, the, heart or the spirit. It's deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. Who can know it? The heart or the spirit above all things is very deceitful. Here, obviously, he's not talking about the new creation. He's not talking about the new heart. He's talking about the old you. So, what, see, what he's saying that when somebody is not saved, when someone is not born again, the spirit that is in him is one deceitful. And two, desperately wicked. People are not saved. That is why when you are dealing with people who are not born again, be careful. Church, are you hearing me? I always tell sisters, when they fall in love, oh, he's a very nice brother. Say, is he born again? So he's very nice. I said, look, it's not nice. Is he born again? Is he saved? So he's not, he's not born again, but he's very nice. I said, really? Be careful. He's very nice. I say, is he born again? No, but he's very nice. And I tell them, I, 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 I always tell them that one of the most charming creatures you can see is a snake. A snake is beautiful, very nice, exotic, but it is still a snake. One, it is only a matter of time. One day you step on it and pow! So a snake is a snake, no matter how nice it looks. The Bible says the spirit of an unsaved man is dead. 
and desperately wicked. So when you are interacting with an unbeliever, be careful. Hallelujah. Oh, so, uh, see, everything I'm saying, also think about yourself. So it means that if you say you are born again and you are still deceitful and wicked, we wonder whether you are born again. I'm giving you the power. Because, you see, because the Bible says that God is love. God is love. And he that is born of God, no, I mean, I mean, you see, and you, you cannot love except you are born of God. So if you say you are born of God and you still cannot love, then let's, let's put the question mark on it. Let's really put the question mark on it. Are you really, really saved? Because when the new spirit that is in you, the Bible in Hebrews, he say he's the father of all spirit. What spirit? And that was a God is a spirit. He's the father of all spirit. Father of all spirit. So when you're born again, God now becomes your father. And the Bible says God, the, th- the nature of God is that it's love. And if you can say you are born again and you cannot exhibit love, you are wicked, you are hatred, you are jealous, you are murderous. We question. A Christian, you say you are born again, you are killing people by juju. Are you really born again? Christian sister, you've taken somebody to the court and you come and speak in tongues. Are you really born again? We question it. We really question it. Hallelujah. Because you see, you will. Like I said, a snake is a snake. No matter how nice. Look, if you like, watch the. National, not Jew or the animal channel, you find out that most animal handlers get killed by the animal. I mean, eventually, you, if you notice, you see that, I mean, because no matter, you see, they forget that the thing is still an animal. No matter how nice you have mastered it and how kind you work with it, one day, it will revert to its nature. All of the animal handlers. I mean, the guy who's wear shorts, uh, uh, the Australian guy, crocodile Dundee. I, after I left medical school, after I left medical school, we had the guy who used to teach zoology, Barry Hughes. He was a, a white guy, Barry Hughes. Zoology was the study of animals. And I remember medical school, in, in zoology class, you had a lot of snakes. I don't know whether you, were you still there when you didn't see it? You didn't see the snake, okay? It was there. Yeah, you guys, so what do you guys do for zoology? Small, small animals. So you didn't go to the snake lab. More gone, you see. You didn't see the real. She, was, she came to medical school after I left. What's this? What's zoology? Down there. Very hills. So you guys didn't see it. What's snakes? That's why you talk about the cobra, the vipers. And it was... He was, he was, and have gotten used to it. So if you are comfortable in the sin, because a true born again, when he sins, his conscience pricks him. That is why, that is why I say that if we say we don't see we are lying, but rather you confess. I'm preaching to you. So if you, if you are, if you get used to sin, you sin, and it does not bother you. 
I'm talking about question marks. These are question marks. Hallelujah. You see, Christian, you lie like you are drinking water. I'm not saying you, 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 I mean, people don't lie. But if you are born again, when you lie, so you shouldn't. Somehow, when you move away, it should affect your conscience. Hallelujah. I said, Hallelujah. The new creation. If your man be in Christ, it's a new creation. All things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. So you cannot walk in the old nature and just carry the title born again. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. So you should pray. Pray to God to help us. We should pray to God to help us. That we will live the, we will lead a new life. Hallelujah. The supernatural life. The life of Christ in us. Amen. I said amen. Are you here with me, church? Yeah. It's not about not making mistakes, no. But there's a difference. There's always a difference. When a Christian makes a mistake, his conscience pricks him. When an unbeliever makes mistakes, it's business as usual. So if a Christian makes mistakes and becomes business as usual, you question it. Hallelujah. And the reason why a Christian will make mistakes is because he has a flesh. And this flesh has issues. This flesh has issues. Hallelujah. But even with time, let's, we'll go to that. With time, you're supposed to mature to, put the, to bring the flesh under subjection. Hallelujah. I'm talking about being born again. Hallelujah. Being born again. See, it's not everything that, oh, you know, it's under the blood, grace, grace. No. You must be born again. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. So I pray that the new man will be seen in us. Hallelujah. And I pray for grace. That Lord, Lord, show us machine grace. What is difficult? What is lacking? Help us overcome. Hallelujah. The struggles that we go through help us to overcome. We are just asking for mercy and grace. Help us to overcome, Lord. Sometimes we struggle. Sometimes there are difficulties. Sometimes we do, we, we, I mean, we, we sort of like Paul, the things that I want to do, I cannot do. Oh, oh, wretched man, help us. Hallelujah. Help us that we may live right for you. Amen. Stand up to your feet and let's close. Hallelujah. Thank you. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you. Thank you, Spirit of God. Let's pray for ourselves. Pray. Pray for God to help us. Pray for God to help us. God to help us. God to pray for the Spirit of God. If you are saved, if you are born again, if you are born again, pray for God to help us, oh God. The Spirit of grace. The Spirit of grace. The Spirit of grace. The Spirit of holiness. Lord, help me, God. Help me to live right. 
Let's pray for grace. God help us. God help us, O God. Help us to live right. Help us to live right. Help us to live right. Help us to serve you. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Oh, Mashaka Tandaria Babani Mikandaria Babani Mikandaria Baba. Oh, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Oh, thank you, Holy Spirit. Oh, yes, Lord. Awesome God, how great thou art. Yes, Lord. You are God, mighty are your miracles. We stand in awe of your holy name. every head bowed and every eye closed you are here you are not born again the Bible said the spirit of the unsaved man is dead and desperately wicked you are not born again you may be you may be very nice you may be very pleasant but you are still not saved the Bible says, except a man be born again, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. I'm talking about a new creature. You are here, you are not saved. Or you are not sure. You know, you have questions about your salvation. I want to give you an opportunity. I want to give you an opportunity to give your life to Jesus Christ this morning. To be born again. To really be born again. To really be born again and rededicate your life to Christ. So you are here, you are not saved, or you are not sure about it. Please lift up your hand and I pray for you. You are not saved and you are not sure or, or you are not sure. I'm very important. I'm praying. Just be sure. There's room at the cross for you. Father, thank you for everyone that is here. Thank you for salvation. May we walk in the new creation. The grace to move on. Thank you, Lord. Let none here perish. Let none perish. For it is by grace. Through faith are we saved. Thank you for salvation. In Jesus' name. Amen. Put your hands together for the Lord. Hallelujah. You know, uh, I gave you a, we also let's pray for the Holy Spirit. Let's pray for the Holy Spirit. You see, that's more like a, a, a bland prayer topic. Every time you are praying for the Holy Spirit, pray for specific areas that you need the Holy Spirit. Because when you read the Bible, the Spirit is like a big thing, like God. But there are various components. Like when you talk about, when you look at Isaiah, the Spirit of wisdom, the Spirit of might, the Spirit of understanding, 
knowledge. These components of the Holy Spirit. So you can pray for. I, I need the. I need the spirit of knowledge. I need the spirit of understanding. Hallelujah. In the same way, in, in Hebrews, it talk about the spirit of grace. Hallelujah. So you can say, God, give me the spirit of grace to overcome this issue. Hallelujah. There's also the spirit of holiness. Lord, give me the spirit of holiness to overcome this problem. So let's so, 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 so that the new creation will become more manifest in us. Hallelujah. So that's your prayer topic. Amen. Always pray for a specific component of the Holy Spirit. The spirit of love. That I may love. Hallelujah. Amen. Wonderful. You want to bring your first and best to the Lord. We hope that you've been blessed. Come join us for any of our services. Contact us on lci.newyork.com at gmail.com and visit us on the web at www.lcimanhattan.com.